Fate. Episode 98. Fate. <laughs> LOL. It rhymes. <laughs> it's fate. LOL. LOL. <laughs> fate. According to Webster's Dictionary, fate is the development of events beyond a person's control, regarding as determined by a supernatural power. Supernatural, eh? Fucking ghosts always determining the outcome of my life. Damn you, ghosts. Fate. Do you ever think about fate, Chris? Like how we ended up in this room together? No, silly. Like how the chicken and the bear ended up together. I guess I set myself up for that one. Fate. Fate. Gaze into your crystal ball and check out your future. Are you about to listen to the greatest episode of a podcast that has ever been podded? Is Steve going to die by choking on a peanut now that he's no longer allergic? Is Chris going to... Fart? You tell us, Quentin Tarotino, while we eat pulp and read fiction here at The Review Universe. Welcome to the Review Universe, everyone. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. And this is a podcast about two uh, fateful men who have been hired to review everything in the universe. (laughs) Everything in the universe. So, Steve, let's let's jump into the real nitty-gritty right off the bat. Okay. We have a new table. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm also, like, closer to you. It's kind of weird. <laughs> the other well, table was more wide, so we were farther away, but now I'm, like, very we're close We're slightly to closer to make-out zone. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, well, the, uh, you don't the, have to put the, it that way. The smooch zone. Why do you always call it, no matter who it is, it's always the make-out zone like for if I'm, two like, people. If I'm going, oh, like when I go to, like, the library and I yeah. check out a book and the librarian, like, hands me my card back, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> make-out zone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I get it, but, like. Oh, is, is it a male or female librarian? Why does it matter? I'm just trying to paint the Anybody picture. Anybody can be a librarian. I know, but I'm trying to paint the picture for this scenario in my in head. In this case, um, we'll go androgynous male. Okay, cool. Uh, but, um, again, it's just, you know, getting into the makeout zone. Right. If you're within the MOZ, foot, the Moz, as yeah. it's known. It doesn't mean you're going to make out, and it right. certainly doesn't mean you should make out. I just don't like if, being especially this close if, to you. I just assume that if these two microphones were not here... What do you what do you be making? What up. do you think of the table, Steve? It's a very nice table. Yeah. Um it's wood. Well, it's like IKEA wood. It's wood. So I, I think it's, it's actual wood. wood. I think it is too. Maybe. Uh, it's like very dark uh kind of like your coffee yeah. table. Is the same color? Kind of yeah, about. And uh it's, it's an a, extendable yeah, so it's really we have cool. an extra wide table. We have so much room. It that's actually nice. It makes the chair problem slightly less bad. Y- yeah, right. Um, um and also uh big update. Uh you put your sweater on the ground before we started recording and uh, our cat was in it but now it's not anymore oh. ran away she ran away well, i, I can like i it. can attribute her gender if i need to whatever, whatever man what? we've, we've talked about gender a lot already yes uh well this is our gender gender episode um it's fluid uh fe- featuring uh gender bender a uh, new rap song by chris gender miller bender. is that is that a bad term i don't know i don't I don't know. I yeah. think it can be used by like assholes. To... It's such a tricky subject to breach, I just said it especially it by two like straight white males. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I just said it because it rhymed. Listen, I apologize if. Uh, what have I told you bad. about rhyming? That I should do it with it's better all timing. The timing. Yeah, god damn it! Ah, wow, good we for both you. did it. 
Yeah. Well, I, I still want to hear your rap called Genderbender because um, I just do. Well, I'm not going to do it until I get my royalties. Um, here you go. No, I, you know what that means. I want to be knighted. Well, I'm, uh, I have this origami fish here. Get it? Kind of a whale. Do you get it? No. I said I want my royalties, and then I said I want to be knighted. Oh, that is good. Thanks. Sorry, I just... Listen, I still feel weird that I'm this close to you. <laughs> uh, could you please... Don't scoot further towards well, me. I don't know. This is more comfortable for my back. Is it? Yeah, actually. Um, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look like you're like some sort of high school therapist. <laughs> Who's like? Tell me, tell me about your troubles. And have a beard, and just your pose, like you're, oh, yeah, you're I'm leaning in. You're leaning in, and your hands are clasped in front of you. Yeah, tell me about that F you got in math, Chris. Uh, well, uh, it stands for fuck you, because you're not my fucking dad. That's true. Uh, but here's the thing. What? Why Did... are you talking like me? Are you mocking <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> the world's you. worst school therapist. God, what the I'm, fuck? I have problems. Jesus, I am the spectrum. I'm oh so bad. I'm on the spectrum? <laughs> oh, yeah, you didn't know that? That's no. why you're here. Oh this my is gosh. the great spectrum reveal of 2020. Is, is this going to be, am I like a, a, a smart spectrum? Can I be like Rain Man? You can be whatever you want. Wow. I will be a weather r- reporter like Rain Man. Well, before I get fired, I'm going to need to conclude this with a transaction. Okay. What do you want to sell me, I guess? It, no, this costs you, I know you're, you're 15, but this is this is this costs $500. You can't leave here until you pay me $500. Okay, here it is. Can <laughs> oh, I get something in return? <laughs> well, you got therapy. I, I oh, revealed sure. that you're on the spectrum. Thank you. That's a great I transaction. Think that, I think that's at least for $500. It's a good transaction to end out this improv scene. <laughs> And scenes. The end. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we uh, are doing an episode um, on this podcast, and this podcast is where we review everything in the universe. That's Steve true. and I are stuck in a room together. We've been stuck in the room together for 98 fucking episodes. <laughs> Sometimes episodes. it feels like we've done no episodes of this show. And I'm like, how have because we done 98? Because of your lack of professionalism yeah. and ambition. Right. Or just, I j- just like, I've blocked it all out of my brain. It doesn't feel like we've done almost 100 of these. That's crazy. We've done more than 100, including the bonus episodes, I guess. I am going to scooch back. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but we usually just sit around here and wait for our review to come down the tubes. We do. Um, and uh, bad news. Okay. Uh, the usual review tube is broken. The review tube? Yeah. Like the, the review tube? The, the, yeah, the where our rev- uh, reviews come out. Why? So, How did it break? Uh, hammer. You Okay, so you just broke it with I a hammer. S- I thought maybe you it smashed would... it. Oh, God. It, the <laughs> review shot out and hit you in the head. <laughs> yeah. You okay? Oh, yeah. It shot out of the broken part of the, the tube with... Uh... I mean, again, you did this This for is no my reason. fault. And yes. now there's glass in my arm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why I call you Mr. Glass. That's why? Well, yeah. And you... You've been and... calling me Mr. Glass for... And you look oh. like Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, oh, from Unbreakable. Yes. Ah. It's, he's called Mr. Glass. I didn't like that movie. Which one? Unbreakable? Unbreakable? Yeah. I liked Unbreakable. I did not like Glass, That the new one. Was it the one that's like, is it just featured on him? It was, the, no, it was the one that came out like last year with Bruce Willis and the guy from uh, uh, Split. Split, yeah. James uh, yeah. McAvoy. James McAvoy? Yes. No. Pretty sure. No. Pretty sure. Okay. I believe you. 
I mean, don't Google it. Okay. Now you guys will never know. Listen, can you take the glass out of your arm and also the piece of paper that is telling us our review? Uh, first day training tells me not to take this glass out of my arm because it could be plugging the wound. You say first <laughs> day training? First aid. Oh, first aid training. I might have said first day, but I meant first aid. Listen, the first aid training I got on my first day. So, right. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna leave the glass in? Can you take the paper out? You know what? I I have to talk about something here. Oh boy, what? you. That first aid class I took on the first day, yeah, here uh-huh. at the Review Universe. That I, you were not there. <laughs> well, I was because I was just wearing a wig, and you thought it was a different instructor. So you were teaching the class, yes, but, but you was... didn't take the class, so you're not certified. No, I, but I am certified in teaching the class. Yeah, but you're certified in first aid. Those are two separate certifications: <laughs> teaching first aid and having first yeah. aid. I, that's actually true. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I have one, but not the other. Oh, but why do you have the harder one and not the easier one? <laughs> Because I like peanut butter sandwiches. What? It's like peanut butter and jelly. You can only choose one. Oh, okay. So you would take a peanut butter over a jelly sandwich? I would. Would you? No. Well, you also have a thing with peanut butter about being allergic to it. Not anymore. Not anymore, though. We even had a special peanut episode. I was just like jelly. Peanut, peanut butter. And jelly. Yeah. Sandwiches are beautiful. Sandwiches are fine. I like sandwiches. I eat them all the time. Arthur is what I remember that from. I never heard it. Mr. Ratburn, a gay man, yeah. sang that song. Well, a gay mole. Uh, or yeah, rat, right. I guess. <laughs> right. Is he wait, is wait. a rat? I guess so. He's a rodent. Can you take the paper out of your <laughs> arm and tell us what we're reviewing this episode? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. There's the paper. Just, hey, gra- yeah. just pull it out. Oh. It's written on the back of our uh, movie uh, tournament. So it, it, the end of this word is covered in blood. Okay, well it's your I blood. I think it says fate. Oh my god, that's creepy. Yeah. Why the hell? How do you review fate? Uh, well, let me read the rest of the list. Okay. It also has my blood on it. Okay. Well, don't. Oh boy, he's passing out, and he's dead. Well, he had a good run. Um, let's check out his computer. Ooh, there's a file here that says don't open. Oh, good lord. I didn't even know squirrels had porn. Well, that's the legacy he'll leave. Anyways, I guess I'll sit here and... Oh, he's coming back. He's getting back up. Oh, he just passed out. Oh, he's not dead. Man. Hey. I, I, how's it I, going? I, I, oh, it's going great. I, I This is going to sound weird. Okay. But did you go on my computer no. and see any squirrel porn? I did not. Because I did not. that was my Christmas present. What? For you. I I just didn't didn't go on your computer. I didn't want you to see this before Christmas. And I guess I also just ruined the surprise. It's for me? It's for you. I know you love squirrels. You call them chippos. So you you downloaded porn onto your computer and you're giving it to me for a gift? It's going to be my whole computer, too. Oh, oh, cool. There's no viruses on it. No. Everything runs through uh, Internet Explorer. That's great. I mean, there's no actual computer viruses on it, but it looks like it's smeared in some sort of green algae. Is that is this is this a virus? It's boogers. That's boogers. Oh, I thought it was like uh, coronavirus. Oh, yeah, hot. I have coronavirus. Oh, cool. It's called fucking drinking a beer with a lime in it. <laughs> Gosh, um, what are we doing? I don't know. You have the paper. It, you, you, I passed out. Oh yeah, let me get it. <laughs> oh, you said fate. Oh, fate. said that. No, but like, what, what do we what do we have to do? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess there's a review on there, but uh, I guess we could read it. What do you think? I'll just read it. Okay. All right. It says we're going to watch a movie. Ooh, I like movies. Cool. Hope it's a good one because it's usually good ones. It's, I've, I've never seen a bad film uh, <laughs> right. on this podcast. No. Uh, uh, oh, it's a 2013 film. Okay. 
Uh, oh, good lord. It is uh, a movie called Fateful Findings by Neil Breen. Uh, who is that? <sighs> good lord. Um, it is a man, okay. a real estate agent who lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. He fancies himself a auteur of sorts um, and writes, directs, and does almost everything in his movies. Is this um, like an underground comedy Kind of guy? No, it's more of a Tommy Wiseau figure. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's well known for having some of the worst movies ever made, um, and they're almost indescribable. Is he also of abstract uh, European descent? No, he is American. Okay. Um. He. Yeah. You'll see. I. You'll see. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. Um. Is this something I should know very little about going into it? Sure. Okay. I will do that. But, uh, yeah, so because it's written, I, I directed. I only know the title. Written and directed and so starring far. Neil Breen. Um, is it just him the whole time? As, like, there, the in the movie? Yeah. He like, has other actors. Oh, uh, it's like a one-man. No, no. But he always seems to cast himself as, like, a godlike figure. Mm. Um, so he's made other movies. He's made, like, five, I think. This is have considered his worst slash best. Okay. Um, I have not seen... I've only seen Fateful Findings as a... Uh, yeah. Again, I don't know anything. I don't even know what this guy looks like. I'm curious, before we start, does he know that these are bad, or does he think that they're Oh, great? no. He's very uh, adamant that they... He's <clears throat> even been on interviews saying, these are not midnight movies. These are works of art, true, f- actual cinema, and they should not be made fun of. Is this one of those things that um, like the internet has like just a mountain of resources on just... You know, like like the room, but like yes, also, okay. It is very much the room. I think this movie makes the room look pretty well put together. Oh, um, same. I mean, Birdemic is is probably the worst made of these three movies. Um, okay, listen, let's just watch it, and you'll find out. I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about. I will faithfully findings out. That was That's a bit terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yay! Oh, are we doing this? <laughs> yep, I, I turned the mics back on when wow. you're on your phone. I, I was getting my camera ready. Take a picture of me. Yeah, it's night sight. You look cool in the pink oh, light. Oh, thanks. Uh, I also, just need to make sure my cool. eyes are still working and my brain is still functional after <laughs> that watching it. Uh, I, I said this to you multiple times throughout. I'll say it again. I have no idea what that movie was about. <laughs> Even after you saw the whole thing. Yeah, like the room had a plot. Right, you could you could sum up the room in a sentence or two. Yeah, this I don't know what it's about. I can you, I, that's can it. you try to sum it up in in a sentence of what we just watched? One sentence? Yeah, or a couple sentences if you want. I do one. Um, old man <laughs> hacks the planet for because he d- wants to. <laughs> Right. The hacking's only like maybe 5 to 10% of the movie. It's a big deal at the end. Yes. Right. That's the 10%. Oh, yeah. But um, I, um, I, can, no, I, I cannot do this in a sentence. Can yeah, you? The, no. Uh, I like old man. I'll stick with that. Old man hacks the planet and uh, finds his child love while balancing suicide and murder and and he might be a ghost yes he's definitely got some powers that we didn't realize until like 
over an hour into the movie. I'm still not. I, I but I, I don't really know what they are other than teleporting once in a while. Like I don't know what he does. <laughs> like is he like a superhero or a villain? And he's like he's going everything. Around? He's Breen. And what about? It's a real work of Breenius. <laughs> I, I think that's so, a fair category. So. Yes. So Neil Breen, uh, the guy who starred, who didn't get a review, produced, though. directed, wrote, uh, catering, editing, boom mic, uh, costumes, props, every everything. He did everything. Uh, you're usually the stickler about this, so I'm gonna. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We didn't set our review scale. Oh shit! Episode. Yeah. Right. But um, I like baby Breenuses. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Brenius is two. Yeah, <laughs> quest for world peace. Um, so he did everything. Uh, I guess we just go through the plot, right? What we uh, yeah. And this is want. another one of those. If if what we're saying doesn't make sense, it's just because we're saying what was on the the, like, the, the screen, screen at the time. <laughs> we start out in a storage facility. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With a giant gold book. Someone's sprinkling glitter on it, but you don't see the person. No. It's just glitter. So did you understand anything with the book in the movie? No. (laughs) I don't know why I was in a storage facility. I don't know why it was so big. I don't know why he was (laughs) in it. What was in the book? Yeah. Um, The book comes back a lot of times. Yeah, probably three to five times. There's a lot of, oh my God, it's hard to just describe and even crack. uh, Oh, well, what's the review scale? (laughs) Really quick. Oh, Baby Breenuses. Yeah, Baby Breenuses too. Um, super, super big. <laughs> Here's what. Um, I, I just imagine, like, I know he did some of the editing, but I noted that there was one Another other editor. editor. Yes, and this is a hundred percent like the <laughs> sorry the the person who like like they put the Craigslist ad out for it's like seeking editor only needs to know how to make things fade in and out, <laughs> right. right, on top of each other, yeah, on a, in front of a green screen. Oh, you can do of, that. Cool. cool. <laughs> he uh, he. Each of his movies, you you can tell he like learned a new editing trick and just like he just does it all the time. Oh, right. did, did oh I guess he maybe he. I wonder if he did that or that's a really. Yeah. After I'm, seeing I'm, this, that makes more sense to me that he was like, oh no, I I I, I figured out how to final. His cut. new uh, movie was called <laughs> Twisted Pair, and he plays two characters, so there's oh. a lot of split screen there. Oh God, have <laughs> you seen it? <laughs> no, but I, I've seen a lot of clips from it. He has a few movies. One's called I Am Here, dot, 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 now. He has one called Double Down. Uh-huh. Uh, he has one called uh, Twisted Pair. And I think that, and then this one. I think that's it. Uh, yeah. And shockingly little IMDb trivia for this Really? One. And one of them is that this was a, a technically a remake of the Double whatever movie. Double Down? Yeah, I'll tell you It was why. a remake of it? Uh, yeah, I'll... I'll tell you what the trivia is. Okay. I, I thought they were completely separate plots. 4.7 but... out of 10. Pretty high uh, on AMDB. Out of uh, 41, 200 reviews. Um, shoot, what the heck are they doing? Steve's reading his phone. No, I just um, got distracted by the trivia. There we go. Uh, although not acknowledged as such, this film is actually a remake of Double Down from 2005, uh-huh. Neil Breen's first feature film. That's generous. Both feature uh, both feature Breen playing a super hacker tackling national and international oh, sure. corruption while pining for lost love. <laughs> so, let's describe um, uh, let's describe his hacking, I guess, since you brought that up. 
Okay. What is his? Uh, what does his hacking look like to you? Well, it's um. What do they call it? Search and poke, see, seek and poke, what? typing, like the type of the typing style. Oh, with one with one fingers. Yeah, like it's like they call it like or hunt and peck. Hunt oh, and peck. sure. Yeah, he like <laughs> but he hunt and pecks, but he never looks at the keyboard, which doesn't really work. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, but he's doing like hunt and peck typing, like with one fingers, like old guys do. Uh-huh. And he's never and looking me. at the at the uh, at the keys. And I don't think his computer was ever actually on in this movie. No. Well, one of his four laptops. Yes, he has four laptops that he abuses uh, a lot. One of the trivia facts is, uh, and I think it's just a joke, is no laptops were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> Although many laptops were harmed because he throws them and drops like, them, throws books at them, drops them, like shoves them, pours liquid on them. Oh yeah, I forgot about the coffee. A lot of laptop abuse, and they're never on. There's never a screen on in this movie. Yeah, and there was a point where there's like hospital gauges of like that should have been on functional machines, and they're all just off. <laughs> but they're still connected to the guy. A lot so of really great details. Like so, I, what did I put? He's probably neoprene himself. The credits are very funny. I don't know what I. I don't know what that meant. What? I wrote that on my notes. And I say, say that sentence again. It's probably neoprene himself. The credits are very funny. Probably Neil Breen. It probably autocorrected. Yeah. Maybe you were just reminding. You commented relatively early about the credits, and you must have been talking about the end credits. Oh, sure. So maybe that was just a reminder. Um. Yes, and then we start off with uh, two kids in a, a mountain range. I guess. And they're uh, they're frolicking, and they find a mushroom. In like a prairie. Yeah. mountain valley and then they find a mushroom underneath a tree right and it's just like a mush like I, for some reason to them it's very out of place it really didn't seem out of place to me <laughs> no it'd be like in a gravel driveway like finding a rock <laughs> you know yeah. it's like oh another rock like, I, so they they look at the mushroom <clears throat> and then the mushroom disappears and fades then, out slowly fades out yes yeah, sorry uh and then is replaced by like a magical box, I think. It's like a, it's a bag, like a like a jewelry bag kind of thing. Oh, sure. Like with a and they open the jewelry bag. Word for it. And they open uh, the jewelry bag, right? Yeah, and then there's a box in that. I really don't know what happened. And what's inside point. the box? I don't know. I didn't see. <laughs> they, they put like there's like jewels or like candy sitting nearby. Yeah, but like that was and they put that was that already in, there, there, right? Because they say something like, "We can't leave the box empty." So they take the candy. Did, they t- and did he it. take the black stone out of that box? I don't no, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know what happened. And then they, they also have, they also have a uh, notebook with them where the girl writes, "It's a magical day." A perfect in, in adult cursive. Yes. Um, and so this all happens in the span of like fifteen seconds. All this stuff. Yeah, but surrounding those 15 seconds are very long cuts of like, hey, let's just follow this thing for too long. You know? Yeah. Or, right. Hey, like, watch, this, of... watch this tree blown in the breeze for Uncut. 34 seconds. <laughs> a lot of time filler. It's hour yes. 40 minutes I long. think you said there's a lot of dead air in this movie. I think that's a really good way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, if you cut all that shit out, the movie would be a good 20 minutes uh, faster. Easily. So, they... Then they... <laughs> they say goodbye because the kid has to move out. The girl has to move. Yeah, right? the girl has yeah. to move. Her family has to move. And uh... <laughs> and to I don't know to their credit. Um, no, th- no. Speaking to how stupid this movie is already, I was like, 
the, the mom, the dad, and the the girl get in the car, and they like <clears throat> start driving away. I was like, are they leaving the kid home alone? Right. Like I thought they were brother and sister. <laughs> it just they just seemed like brother and sister. Well, they're just child lovers, dude. And well, apparently. <laughs> and so you, I think you 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 made mention of this, but they're waving as they leave each other. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I said, have they ever actually waved before? <laughs> yeah, it's very bad waving. Yeah, it's like, not hard to wave, right? Like I'm doing it right now. <laughs> this isn't hard. Right? right, I'm not. I don't look like a them. fucking like robot. Like who's like human interaction is cool. Hello, well, you are technically. Right? Well, yeah, but like I can still do this. Right, I'm waving. <laughs> it, it, it was just so weird. Like it was so unnatural. Like I, I don't think they've ever seen anybody actually wave before. Like the stage direction probably. To their credit, I'm gonna use that. Okay, there being the, the child actors. Oh, not not Neil Breen. <clears throat> I would put money on the fact that Neil Breen didn't write "Wave Goodbye." He's like, stick your arm up in the air about 45 degrees. <laughs> uh, keep the elbow locked, but the wrist can be ru- lo- uh, loose. You think he overdirected their wave? I think just in the script, like I think oh. the line in the script is just two words: "Bye, bye." And then there's six lines of like fucking stage directions. <laughs> On, on what really just could have said they waved right the <laughs> kids like running after the the van and also can't wave well yeah did he have a limp the kid i don't think so i well i didn't I've, i thought he was like limping but i couldn't quite tell and i was like i wonder if that's like a major plot point of the movie and, and no. then it, it wasn't and then the, the little boy grows up to be neil breen neil breen himself yeah now uh, yes go ahead here, here's where I did some math. Okay. Because right, if you recall, I, I'd ask you to remember me to the number remember nine. the number nine. Uh, because uh, later on in the movie, uh-huh. they made mention that um, they, uh, they parted ways when they were nine years old. Sure. So let me, uh, let me pull this up. <laughs> so this movie came out in 2013. Uh-huh. Neil Breen was born in 1958, which okay. means he was 55 years old when this movie came out. Okay. All right. Now, that means... If he was nine years old when they separated, 46 years have passed <laughs> since since they parted ways. Uh-huh. There's a 46-year time gap. Sure. Right? Now, here's the thing. The kid, I, I mentioned this, right? Yes. Uh, he had, I don't know if it was like a Fitbit. It looked like a Fitbit, like a very early Fitbit, or like this weird magnet bracelet, but also this huge digital watch. Like, it wasn't the 60s, right? Because here's the thing. 20, uh, 2013 minus 46 takes us back to... 1967 right <laughs> so that tells me that was in 2013 right so the the rest of this movie takes place in 2059 <laughs> <laughs> or or the kid was a time traveler himself because we all know neil breen has powers in this movie he might have been <laughs> he might have been i don't know what this movie was about yeah no anyway <laughs> i just found that interesting just because in my head i'm like this is like 2059 <laughs> like put put the now now that I now I mean now that we've seen the movie and you know the movie put what I just said like like put the movie in the context of this is in the future. Yeah, right. Okay, so it's all takes place in 2059. We should be flying cars, right? Absolutely. Cuz that's what happens in 2059. Right, Sony Vio laptops that weigh probably 10 <laughs> to 12 pounds each. <laughs> yes. That are all turned off because clearly they don't work. But yeah. You can throw books at them from two feet away. Yeah, they they seem to survive. One got like the keys knocked off. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we're introduced to Neil Breen. He's walking down the street on his cell phone. Um, yeah, his like Verizon uh, flip up. Uh, yeah, not flip phone, but the one where you like slide the front panel up and there's a keyboard. There's a keyboard. Those are actually really useful. I like those keyboards. Were a lot. those the Rage in 2013? 
Yeah, probably around then. Uh, but we figure this movie was probably made in like 2011 or 12. Uh-huh. Definitely, because uh, I, I worked at Second City 2009 to 13, and people there had those. Right. In that window. So, yes. Um, but other people, there were also early iPhones then, too. Like right. Like that's what I thought. Threes. I thought like the late 2000s. That's kind of when that transition started. I think the iPhone came out in 2011. Okay. So it's around that time. Yeah, that so those sense. are probably like first generation iPods. Uh, so he immediately gets hit by a car. Right, because right, he's on the phone with, with his, his wife, wife, who's the only one doing the talking. Right. But <laughs> they still cut back to him as if we were supposed to hear his side of the conversation. But he's not saying anything. He's not saying anything. And she's like saying stuff like, oh, yes, you're walking out of work. And oh, great. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see you at home. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> sure. I thought his wife uh, did a pretty good job, all things considered. Yeah. She seemed uh, like a nice lady. <laughs> she seemed like a nice lady. <laughs> she did. I guess I could get a, get a drink with her. Not up for a date, just like just to hang out and say hi. Yeah, you like plum juice? <laughs> plum juice. Yeah. No, you it's like a perfect pl- drink yeah. for two friends to enjoy. <laughs> Slightly chilled plum juice. <laughs> it's tradition where I'm from. Uh, New Jersey. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You did it. <laughs> I'm a stinker. Okay. Um. So I truly don't remember what happened next in this movie. Well, oh wait, yes, I do. There's like this weird scene where all these uh onlookers are watching him, and he's like focusing on their feet a lot. He focuses. There's a lot of feet right. in this movie. We don't know who hit him. That's like this woman ever, with like a mini skirt, and she like rice. right. She goes and like. Put something like a black cube in his hand, right? Right, and I, 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 I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say about this. the The part where he got hit by the Rolls Royce that was actually, I, I think we mentioned, actually decent special effects. What? No, I'm just wait. I'm waiting for you to speak. Oh, I'm I'm talking. I know. Why did you say what? Your your face hasn't moved. What? You're, you're just like not reacting. To I'm anything. listening to what you're saying. Keep talking. Anyway, so. The the scene where he gets hit, yes. Uh, again, actually, again, not not too uh, poorly done. But like when everybody's crowding around him, like the camera angles are all from the bottom up, as yeah. if he, they're talking to him. And one of them was like, "It was like, are you okay? Are you okay? Call nine one one." And nobody looked like he was telling the guy who got hit by a car right. to call nine one one. The Rolls Royce hit him. I saw him. I'm a witness. Yeah. Well, oh all- God, that fucking line. Yeah, they're some, all standing there. Right. Do we ever? We never saw the face of the Rolls Royce lady. Right? No. Right. We've no um, idea who that is. Seemed like it was like some important plot point, but right. And she wasn't going. driving the car. She had a driver. Right. So I, I, I really don't know what that was about at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to what you're saying before, she it looked like she puts a little black cube in the guy's hand. Right, right, but did he already had he already had it? No, I don't. That's why I'm so confused. The black about. cube, I didn't. Sh- I didn't notice the black cube until the the car accident. Scene. And that's why I, I was thinking back. Did they? Did he take that out of the box in the ground? And I just missed it. I I don't think he did. Because at one point he said, "I carry this with me everywhere." <laughs> right. Is that how he sounds? <laughs> no, I, I carry this with me everywhere. Yeah, he. Um, I can't believe you committed suicide. I can't believe it. I can't believe you committed suicide. He repeats his lines over and over a lot. Yeah. Very close to people's ears. He's talking a lot like this right into people's ears. Yeah. The, um, 
he was like the, uh, the camera was like so tight on people's faces in this yeah. movie. And I was a uh, callback to the makeout zone. At one point in the movie, he, well, <laughs> makes out plenty, but <laughs> yes. um, he likes, he's like seeing a psychotherapist uh, and they're sitting about as far away as we are. And then he like kind of leans in and gets close. I thought he was going to smooch her. Uh, yeah. Like uh, a couple he, of times. <laughs> he did. He did get a lot of action in this movie. No, but I thought he was going to smooch the uh, older lady uh, psychiatrist, oh. psychotherapist. <laughs> right. I mean, they're just sitting in two folding chairs in like a corner of a room, a corner of a room. And like he like kind of leaned forward a couple of times and he's like, <laughs> that room also gets used a lot, um, especially in the next scene, uh, the hospital scene where he's in a hospital bed. Right. And the it's a carpeted room, of course. Where yeah, I, I never would have noticed that, but it's, well, it's, it's soaks, easy to yeah, it soaks up all the blood and vomit and puke and poopy. Yeah, so that's it's easy that way. Yeah, uh, that's why they put it in there. I don't. I that what a weird thing. And this is where he's like plugged into all these machines, and none of them are on, but everyone's like, Bruh. <laughs> yeah. There's like a lot of doctor business, I guess. The doctor come like the doctor comes in. He's like the head of neurology is going to come in soon, and then she comes in and is like, "He's not my patient, but let me know when he gets better." Yep. Oh, and it, this at this point, it's revealed that um, the blonde doctor is wearing the same bracelet that Leah made for herself. Ooh. Which I don't even think we said that. No, but it's what a twist, I guess. What a twist. Yeah. yeah and then because yeah. he says in the the um the voiceover, and I never saw her again. Yeah. Uh, and then he did almost immediately pretty quickly <laughs> uh and then <laughs> him like so okay to backtrack one more second here after like when he's being taken to the hospital we cut to a guy getting a random guy that we've never seen before getting a phone call and it's like from the same shot from like the same upward facing perspective yeah uh, as like when he was down and like, it's just this guy with a goatee who's very worried he's about something. He's like, Oh my gosh, when he's going to the hospital, I'll go right away. And then it turns out he's talking to the guy's wife. Right. <laughs> like, so I just thought this was like her gay friend. <laughs> like I, that's what, that's what I thought. Right. But then it's his name's Jim. Jim. That's and right. He is a, uh, pretty big part, I guess. For a minute. Well, it's, it's for the, for, for like other caption of the movie. Right, he's I'm he's a plot point in that he is a large point in the plot, <laughs> but like there's no plot, so it's no. just like I don't know a wave in the ocean. <laughs> um, they get it's it focuses on Jim and his wife. I don't think was she ever named. I think it's Amy. Oh, maybe? sure, yeah, Amy, and their family who lives next door to Neil Breen, and there's like are this, they next door? I think so. It's never established. Because she says you can come over and use our pool anytime. They have a daughter. That would make sense. But I don't think they ever actually announced that. But yeah, I think that, okay, that makes sense. There's like a weird. There's like, oh yeah, it's like sexual energy. Yes, with, with the daughter, you're saying? Everybody. <laughs> like, I thought that like after dinner, there was going to be like a weird orgy. Well, yeah, it is shot and acted like a porn without the sex. Worse. <laughs> sure. Worse. Um... So he he gets out of his coma in the hospital. Yeah, unsupervised. Right, and he takes all. So yeah, he's wearing a bandage over his face, plus kind of, a kind of like tube. part most of his face, like Phantom of the Opera style. Right, and then plus like a breathing tube on his nose, but his and nose an is oxygen mask. But his his face is covered up by bandages, so the tube's not going into anything, yeah, and the, the oxygen mask, mask doesn't seem to be doing much too. It'd be like breathing in, like going face down in your bed and breathing into your pillow. <laughs> 
Right. Like, just... <laughs> and so he rips off all the tubes and gets off, get out of the hospital and goes home, right? Yeah. And then they cut to... Well, I, I think I asked a question, and I, I think in the context of the movie, the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> but in the context of real life, the answer is yes. They had the same carpet. Yes. So I'm like, did they... Did he just get, like, bed treatment in his right. home? Or did he walk all the way home from the hospital in a bloody bandage? <laughs> with and, with a hospital and, gown. In hospital gown and nobody... Oh, yeah, because his butt's hanging out. Right. Right, right. which maybe in L.A. that's normal. Uh, <laughs> you mean Las Vegas. Was this in Vegas? Yeah, he lives in Vegas. Oh, uh, well, okay, then probably also still normal. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a crazy town. <laughs> yeah, this uh, night, night light city. What happens in Vegas, Breen's in Vegas. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Uh. No, I just wanted to do another Neil Green, but I couldn't. Okay. Um. Trying to think of a joke. Uh. Wait. So what happened? So he gets home with. Oh. Out of the hospital. And then I liked what you titled this scene. Oh yeah, bloody shower slow dance. Yeah. So he gets into the shower. There's a lot of blood. Almost too much blood. Way too much blood. Uh. And what I found weird, and I again i don't understand is like they show his like trail of clothes you know kind of leading up to the, the shower and one uh-huh. of those things is a bloody bandage but he still has the bloody bandage on his face so sure. like, i didn't know what maybe it was somewhere else we didn't see <laughs> nowhere else in his body was bleeding uh yeah well and i know that because we saw him naked <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah so he still has the bandage on though in the shower mm. and it's the blood is still pouring out of his face. Yeah. And then his wife gets in with her gown on. Right. And they just like kind of hold each other and sway back and forth. A while blood. side boob in this movie. Yes. Uh, we get a lot of, yeah, uh, side boob yeah. action. Specifically from like one or two characters. Yeah. Who have boobs. <laughs> um, And so there's like all this business with the pills. That's a recurring thing. He's he's hunting pecking on the keyboard and he goes, Where are my pills? Honey, can it's you like bring padding. me my pills? I don't think he actually says anything. And then she gets the pills from takes, the bathroom. Takes some for him herself, throws the pills to him, he gets the pills and goes, I don't need these. Goes back into the bathroom where the wife was, dumps them in the toilet. The wife fishes them out of the toilet. Because he didn't flush the toilet. Right. He just poured them in the toilet. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of business with the pills. Hard to keep track of. Pills come back a lot. A lot of people are taking pills in this movie. That's true. Uh, at least three characters take pills. And um, then he I goes. Feel, if you know, I, I feel like remember our show three by three by three. I do. Of course that. you do. But uh, for those of you who don't know, Chris and I used to do a show called three by three by three, where the two of us and one other person would write three one act plays. Uh, three people would write three one act plays. Uh, based on three audience suggestions. And we would pick the categories, they would pull the thing, and we pull the thing out of the hat. Mm-hmm. Now, I say all this to say, I feel like this movie was a three-by-three-by-three by three by three where someone picked, okay, give like uh, give me a number of items was the category, and uh-huh. someone said 32 pill kit containers. <laughs> okay. like So they had to make an appearance in the movie. It's like, well, how do we get 32 pill containers in this movie? Four laptops. Yeah, four laptops. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And, <laughs> and 16 pieces of candy <laughs> rock go. candy yes magical rock candy magical rock candy he vi- he visits a couple psychotherapists throughout the movie too yes and i think they're married in real life because they were two very old people 
Oh, so that's the only reason, though? It's just because they're both old? <laughs> I, I think they were both old, and they both like, were in the movie. Right. Like, they were like, hey, like you, like whoever they hired first, they're like, hey, you know, do you think your uh, husband would want to be part of this, or your wife would want to be part right. of it? Is that, I thought the kids were married because they're the same age. The eight and nine year old? Yeah. From the beginning? Yeah. Are they married? Because they're, they're around the same, you know, age, so it makes sense. In the movie, you're asking if they are married. No, outside. Like, like you thought the husband and wife or the two therapists were. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, Probably. Okay. Probably, yeah. 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 Child marriage. I mean, Vegas. That's true. You can just walk in. As long as that movie stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays, stays in, in Vegas, Vegas. So it's like totally We fine. don't know. We'll never know, though. We'll never know. And uh, I don't even understand any of the therapy scenes. Like, they're all in. Incon- I mean, most of this movie is inconsequential. I have a, a theory. Okay. About why this is in the year 2059. Okay. You don't really see many people. Yeah. There's. At, at, at the end, there's six random characters that are in the movie for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like that quote unquote big crowd uh, when he got hit by the car. That was like four people. Right. And then you just see him, his wife. There's a couple the extras doctor. in the barbecue scene. The, like, I feel like this world, it's like, these are the only people on the planet. <laughs> like that, was that Last Man on Earth? Or, yeah. Or, I've never seen it, but it's good. Know, I'm assuming that context is the same but yeah um i think it's 2059 in a dystopian like post las vegas like wasteland where it's you know like where they were walking like Mm -hmm. all the trees and the valleys used to be the strip and then just over the last you know 50 years just everything just kind of grew in and then the candy in the box is actual candy from a from a passed (laughs) away child yeah (laughs) wow well adults don't eat candy so only dead babies do yeah yes i guess they don't i mean everyone died it's a post-apocalypse well everybody except these like right dozen people that's why everyone's so weird because they're like fucked up from radiation and like they don't know how to communicate like remember when i said hey have they ever seen someone wave before no they haven't no idea no idea so you know this is a this is getting turning into a pretty good movie and he starts to he's like i don't need these pills and then he starts to like have issues with like hallucinations and sleeping he does a lot of like so weird. there's a great scene where he's trying to stay awake above a laptop and he has a full <laughs> cup of coffee <laughs> and he's like shaking the cup of coffee and it's like oh god oh god and then he puts his head down and still holding on to the coffee and then like opens his eyes and like weakly tries to get the coffee to his mouth like uh, uh, coffee and then spills the coffee over the laptop and onto his own face <laughs> and, and when he went to like slam his head on the table to pass out he like noticeably hit the brakes about an inch up and then right. just kind of like eased in <laughs> yeah really funny. don't want to hurt his nog and all, this is one of those scenes that was probably like two and a half minutes long mm. and could have been four <laughs> seconds yes and then he I feel like they, they did everything in one take and went, wow, perfect. Nailed, nailed it. it. Use it. Well, Bay meaning he. Yes. He did everything. Right. Um, he, they have the, the, this, the other couple that we had mentioned, Jim and Amy. They fight a lot and they drink a lot. Um, right? Yep. Like, like the, like they, This is a guy I thought was a gay best friend. He is not. Right. Uh, he's uh, married to... Um, the, he's the next door neighbor. He has a lot of alcohol problems. Um, yes. Like the first scene's like, do you want a drink? He's like, no. And he starts almost assaulting his wife. Right. That made me a little uncomfortable in that one. 
And so they get invited over for dinner, and this is one of the weirdest scenes too, because it's uh, all of them sitting at a fully furnished dinner oh, right. table with no food on it, yeah, except for one plate that has like four slices of bread. <laughs> that I, I think it was just like a continuity error, like error. Um, there's no errors in this. Yeah, I think I described it as because it's a completely set table, like with the glasses are out, the candles are out, you know, plates and everything's out. I think I described it as it, it's. As if they're at a restaurant waiting for someone to bring their food. Like, there's no evidence of anybody cooking anything. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just sitting there. <laughs> they just, uh, hopefully it'll, tra- I mean, he can teleport, so maybe he can teleport food into But we don't know place. that at this point. But, yep. Shit, you're you know right. You're Sorry, right. spoilers. Um, and there's a lot of, like, very weird dialogue. It's, like, all of it is not connected, and there's a lot of shots of people's faces and, like, reactions and... It's hard. It's really hard to describe. <laughs> it's just bad acting. It's very bad acting, bad writing, bad directing. It's everything on top of it. I have a question. Okay. This is a real question. So if you look this up on like uh, IMDb or whatever, like this thing seems to have like an actual movie poster. Mm-hmm. Like and even if it was, you know, straight to video or whatever, I, right. I don't know. How do you do that? Like, why can't we do that? You can. He's, he just sets up his own website and like sells his movies and whatnot. But I guess, I mean, like, it seems like kind of official, like, not that a real studio made it, but somebody made it and somebody distributed it. Like, how do you get somebody to distribute this? I don't think anyone distributed it. He did it himself. It's all him. If you order this movie from his website, he sends you, like, a clear, tiny, like, jewel case, uh-huh. and the DVD is, pr- like, printed on, like, you know, the stick-on or whatever. Two questions. One, should we do that? Actually, yeah, I think so. Two, do you think he burns those discs yes. on it, those laptops? A, it is a burned DVD. Is, but does he burn them on those Sony Vios? Oh, I don't think those Sony Vios have any life left in them, sadly. Yeah, that's he, the way he, he poured them. coffee all over them. For coffee all over them, dropped them on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're dead. Damn, okay. Um, so then you find out, he like kind of just casually mentions while he's on his laptop at one point, he's like, I'm just I'm I'm I've I've found some I've been hacking into the government to find national and international government secrets. He sounds like Donald Trump talking about technology. He does sound he sounds and acts a little Trumpy. Yeah, sure. I'm the greatest act, uh, hacker of all time. <laughs> right. The best Everything's act. very vague. Nothing very vague but also extreme. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I... <laughs> and so they uh this is where they like start fighting about the pills i guess yeah Uh, neil breen and his wife and there's a great sex scene here where uh he's like i'm done talking and she like (laughs) can you describe the sex scene yeah so i don't know why it happened honestly (laughs) Uh at this point i was still trying to figure out what the heck this black stone does because we're not told (laughs) no also yeah sex is in quotes for sex scene oh yeah um, but they're going at it, like, but they're not really making out because they're not. No, but they're like ripping each other's shirts and they're giggling and like he's like slowly it, clears the counter. Oh, God, I forgot about this part. Yeah, so he like very deliberately like you know just like you know moves the laptop so they don't break and moves these piles of paper so they stay organized and pushes this book over here and then like as if he had time. But also they made us watch him do that, right. and then he starts like throwing paper up in the air getting a little less deliberate right and then he he just does it like six times for no reason <laughs> they laugh a little bit at it yeah but it's just like they're like all right improvise guys improvise <laughs> he, he me neil breen yeah improvise 
You keep saying they like there's a team of people. It's just Neil Breen. <laughs> so I'm used to He's that. doing everything. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, the, but like clearly they had like, you know, cut some slits in the shirt. Like he. He. <laughs> you're not going to let me lose that. <laughs> no. So he had cut some slits in the shirts so they could like tug him and it's like. Awkward. Tear him apart. It's so yeah, awkward. And you can tell they're like laughing for real though because right. it's like so stupid yes and then it like cuts to their feet as it always does and then you just see one shirt plop down and the other shirt plop down (laughs) but amidst the shirt ripping he'll like occasionally stop trying to rip with his left hand to grab a stack of papers and throw them up right Right. and then just like let's do the same thing with his other hand it's like you know how (laughs) i when i do bits i do them to death yes right but self-aware like that's the joke like i feel like that's the non-self-aware. It's like, oh, she laughed once when I threw papers, so let me just keep doing it. Right. And they don't even have sex. They end oh, up like pecking a couple that's times right. on the cheek on the lips. They they're, they're doing all this, and then he like goes in like you kiss your mom on the cheek, but like <laughs> yeah, on the like, lips. Yes, yeah, like a couple times. Smoochie. Then that's it. Yep. <laughs> that's the cool. and then in the next scene they're naked in bed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sex complete. <laughs> that is how sex works, right? I am Neil Breen. <laughs> cd space sex dot exe and then, and then we cut back to the other um couple and they're in bed too this is where you get the, the most side boob action because it's Last like everyone sleeps topless and then the women sleep topless face down yeah but these i don't know that i've ever seen more unnatural sleeping position yes like it looks like they had like jumped off like or like jumped off a building and like landed <laughs> in the bed yeah and they're just like face down in the pillow just like it just looked so unnatural and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and then he I was mean, like, can we is. talk now, babe? And she's like screaming at him. Yeah, from, they're like two feet away. They're closer than I'm we are. I'm sorry. I let you down. Why are you yelling? <laughs> in screaming. In, she That's like, seemed like her only tone, though. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, there's only one guy doing sound. So like, right, you know, it's you know, really time to check those things. Um, and then we go to the barbecue scene. Uh, a lot of things happen in the barbecue scene. <laughs> yeah, a lot happens in a little time. Yeah. I don't, I, what are some things you remember about the barbecue scene? Um, that sticks out in your head. Well, I, at first I thought, I was like, is this the Breaking Bad pool? Because it kind of looked like right. it. But I guess that's just a lot of things out there. Um, but then I was confused because I was like, wait. Because they were like, let's have a party. But I thought it was just going to be the five people, right? Like the mom, uh-huh. dad, stepdaughter. And the main couple, right? right? So I thought it was going to be the five people again. And then all of a sudden, there's just like this other blonde lady and a guy. I was like, who's that? Oh, yeah. Because I had forgotten the doctor existed. Right. Right. And it ends up being like the doctor. It's like, I guess I kind of understand why you'd invite the doctor. But like, <laughs> what do what you like? He the also neurology. He also ran away from the hospital and right. put you in a really bad position. And yeah, I guess why? Uh, who invited him? Was it the wife? I guess. I, I guess. It wasn't Neil Breen. Right, because then he would have known her name. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So but, she, like, takes out her also, phone. Also, she wasn't his doctor. Like, why no. was she there? <laughs> they, made a, they even made a point to say, I'm not, his doctor. I'm not his doctor. Yeah, because she didn't know it was him until this scene. Right, because, yeah, clever bit of writing, his face was in a mask. <laughs> right. She was like, I never thought to read the name on the chart. You didn't? Aren't you the head of neurology? <laughs> I do that. I'm not even a doctor. If I see like somebody's name on something, I'm like, oh, what's that? Who's that? Oh, the name. Oh, nice, nice. I forgot. I didn't think about right, reading Alice the name. Alice McLean. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, what's your name? 
I never thought to ask what your name was. Oh my god, dude. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, it's just like, what a stupid... Uh, but so she takes her phone out, and like in her pocket is the book that has "It's a Magical Day" written on it. The oh only God. thing that's written in this like big like moleskin notebook that's that survived for forty six years. She yeah, so it's like right in her pocket, and it falls out. And Neil Breen picks it up, it's like it's you. Oh my God, it's you! It's been all these years. It's you, Leah, Leah, Leah. <laughs> and they like grab hands in the middle of this party. And like, but like, hold hands. Yes, and in front of her fiance and his wife. Yes. <laughs> and okay. I, what was the special connection they had? Was it just because they buried this magic box in the woods? See, this is where uh, this, things just don't make sense. Right. I mean, one of many places, but here now too, because like all we saw of them of kids, it's like, oh, they were just like best friends, maybe neighbors or whatever. And then, like, she had to move because her dad got transferred at his job. Okay, fine. Like, why are they in love? But they, but then, like, <laughs> later on in the morning, they're, 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 in this conversation, I should say, they're talking about, like, I think about you every day. I think about you every yeah. day. Every day. Every I think day. about you yeah. every day. <laughs> I love your Neil Breen. Um, <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. But later on, they make some comment about seeing each other in the black box. In the black box? Yeah. Uh, oh, remember, is, he's is, like holding her at one point, right? Is that inside the box? Uh, it's wherever he goes in his head when they the look garbage at the, bag line garbage walls. Bag line walls. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that was inside the black cube. I, I guess think. That makes I mean, sense. that's what the, I think. Uh, so, so I don't. I don't know. They're immediately like in love. They like meet at a park and like they talk. And uh, oh, I guess we'll go to the the suicide scene first. Um, so oh no, even god damn it, there's so much shit. The girl, the like stepdaughter, comes over after the, Green's house. Yeah, after the barbecue and like goes into the pool and takes off her top, right. steps two feet into the pool, and then turns around and puts the top back on, mm. goes inside, draws a bubble bath. Right. Uh, and then Neil Breen comes in. He's like, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing this. <laughs> and I guess it's implied that she's trying to seduce him. I, I guess so. Because, yeah. like, when she takes off her top, she's kind of looking over, like, over her shoulders. Little Phoebe Cates, like, sure. uh, from Fast Times. Um, but what's it called? The – I don't know. Like, it, it's yeah. never – like, I think it's just – I think it was supposed to be she's got such a rough life at home because right. her parents drink so much. Yes. Um, and so she's trying – and she's trying to find the sexiest man lash. she knows. Sexiest slash only man she knows and is Neil Breen. Because remember, there are only 12 people who yes, live exactly. on the planet exactly. right now. That's why I said only. In 2059. And um, so... Fateful Findings, 2059. <laughs> 2059. Um, the, the, so, that happened, I guess. That's, that's just that's And just then it's happened. just never really talked about again. No, no. And so then they continue to fight... And the guy is like cleaning his Ferrari. This one little spot on his Ferrari. Jim, mirror. this is Jim. Go yes. to Jim. In the the garage, and the wife then gets a gun. Oh no! Yeah, and you know it's a gun because they focus on the gun for forty five seconds. Yeah, very slowly takes it out and cocks it. Wink. And then she walks in, and he's cleaning his car, and she goes, "I'm gonna shoot this little car full of holes," and then kills him. Yep. Um, and the then da- the daughter sees. 
sees it and panics. I mean, finger quotes. Very well, very well edited scene here. Really, this is bad. Uh, And then she's she calls the cops. I guess she tells her to call the cops. The mom says, "Like, go call the cops. Yeah, call nine one one." And like, we just kind of never find out what happens to anybody. Well, he she makes it look like a suicide. Right. She puts the gun next to him and the bullet, Mm -hmm. and then Neil Breen is for whatever reason at their front door, so he runs in. Did he teleport in? No, he ran in. And he, that, that's when he cradles him in his arms. He goes, how could you have done this? How could you have committed suicide? No, you can't have done this. How could you have killed yourself? And uh, I think it's very, is, very this, dramatic. This is a quote that's worth reading word for word. And oh, I will okay. pull this up for you. Is it on the IMDb? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the featured quote for the movie. Sweet. Dylan, while cradling uh, Jim's dead body. <laughs> I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. How could you have done this? How could you have committed suicide? <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's a whole. That's, I mean, there's. But a lot it of took him to like that. 45 seconds to say that. Right. Too. Very slow. He's like, covered in blood too. There's a lot of blood. <laughs> a lot of weird blood in this movie. And yeah, because <laughs> even though Jim got shot in the front of the face, I guess. Uh, like blood starts pouring out his back. Yeah. Because I guess where the tube was. Right. <laughs> that's where the blood tube was. <sighs> He, yeah, I think he's very proud of his special effects. I mean, it's like, is he a good person? I have no idea. I think he's just fucking weird. If he's a good person, then it's like kind of adorable because he's like an old man just trying to whatever. <laughs> if he sucks, then the I fact that he makes himself you. like a godlike character in every one of his movies he's is absolutely a little troubling. Narcissist. That's why he talks like Tump. Trump. Tump talks, talks say, like Trump. You say talks like Tump. I did. <laughs> talks like Trump. Tump. That's a good name for talks him. like Trump is kind of hard to say. Talks like Trump. Yeah, that's fine. Was, I wasn't expecting it to be so, as difficult as it was. <laughs> Sorry, America. They go, the, the uh, uh, Neil Breen and the woman from his childhood go back to the tree. Her name is Leah. They, in the Leah, movie. I'm sorry. And they, like, unbury the box again. And what do they do to it? They just put more, like, candy in it, right? Yeah. It, Does he? Yeah, get, that's it. There's no cube. He doesn't get another cube. No, he doesn't. But didn't... Oh, no, no, never mind. This is happening. About to write him. But what I found, just like, it's a plot hole. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I, I, In this movie? I know. I didn't want to be the guy who's calling it out. But when they buried the thing slash mushroom whenever it was, like, you know, 46 years ago, they just put grass on it. Yes. And, like, the same grass was on it in 2059. <laughs> 47 years later? 46. Sorry. You, thank you. Uh, like, it hadn't moved. Like, it, it, that just, it just wouldn't happen. Right. 46 years, Vegas has already rebuilt itself, right? <laughs> it's As <future>. trees. <laughs> right. And uh, Las Trigas. That's what they called it? Or will call it, I guess? That we have no idea where this movie takes place. No. And I, or how, over General how much time. Western. You, yeah, there, I have no idea how time works in this movie. No. Is it, is it take place in, it feels like it takes place in like three days. Like <sighs> four days. Or it could be like several years. I would say like months because while they're at this tree the wife kills herself she takes too much pills right with water right and uh (laughs) she like tips over the glass and like dies yeah but then like the next scene she the glass is not tipped over (laughs) big plot hole there dude man the continuity continuity Continuity. editing uh there's some some continuity yeah there is wink cyber boink um (laughs) oh i guess we see his butt a bunch yes that's a little... And there's some 
boobs, side boobs. Right. Not, no nips, though, except for his nips. Oh, we get his nips. Oh, but in this, like, makeout scene with Leah, the doctor, uh-huh. um, they, they it kind of gets silly again. Yes. With, like, ripping off shirts and, like, half smooching. Right. At, uh, under the tree. Under the tree. Um, and under that tree. Then he's, like, immediately back in the bedroom where she's killed herself. Right. And he says, it was you over and over to the wife who killed herself. Do you know what that was, in, what he's talking about? <sighs> it was you. It I was you. understood it. What was it? In the context that she was the catalyst to make him meet his friend again. Oh. So it was like, she, she it like was you. And like maybe she was like some mysterious entity. That I, I don't really know. Um, because when she died, the, remember, the black box cube thing uh-huh. disappeared. Right. Faded out. Excuse me. Yes. Sorry, Neil. Um so I, I don't know if she was like a mystical creature that brought them together, like she like she was the cause Maybe? of the fateful findings. That's kind of how I understood it, but also like she dies, and then it's like she was never in the movie. Like I don't like she didn't have to be in this movie. No, well, uh, yeah, it, he, yeah. So like right after she dies, he replaces her with the blonde woman Leah, very right? Quickly. Because she had she and her fiance Tim had broken up. Yes, um, so it was it was a nice little switcheroo. Just my new wife. He was sleeping in the same spot where she died. Uh, it seemed like and it here's was where time is weird, right? Because it seems like it was this, hours later. Yeah, was it like they just like changed the sheets after the, the EMTs took the body away, or was it like you know a couple weeks, couple months later? Right. I don't know. You you don't, and it definitely seems like the next day. But uh, there's a great scene where he's eating a salad. Uh, right after right right after she dies it cuts to him in his little office it's not a salad chris it's, it's eight pieces of spinach right uncooked and he like so she's sitting next to him spinach, like, he's sitting next she's sitting next to him he like pokes it with a fork and eats the leaves and goes like makes a face my mouth got dry watching him do that and then he puts the salad up onto the desk like on top of like a stack or like a uh, folders yeah but like the, the open part of the folder, there's no structural integrity. No, here. so it, it immediately falls over, and then the w- new wife makes like a surprised face, and he's just like, "Ugh!" <laughs> I'm like, "What is fucking happening?" It was like real life anime. Yes, like uh, just reaction gifts. It's, it's it doesn't make any sense, and that's the whole scene, right? <laughs> Nothing else so. happens. And then she, and then and then he tells her that he's been hacking into government secrets, and it is going to be the greatest discovery of the world uh and she's like you're gonna get hurt and he's like nobody knows and then she gets kidnapped immediately right by a a guy guy Uh, who chloroforms her yeah and you know a thing clearly falls out of falls out of his pocket that says kidnap leah and take her to this address (laughs) right and yes uh, what's his face? Uh, Neil what's his face? Uh, finds the card, so he goes to the place, and the place is the storage facility. I was like, oh, wow, they brought it back. No, Although, they didn't. They just, they just were just outside at this point. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was a camper like parked outside of the storage facility. Right, that where, where she was being held captive. Right. And wait a minute, did he? So the, the kidnapper, this like, guy in a black hoodie, uh, like this big, just dopey dude in a yeah. black hoodie, uh and like huge sunglasses, right? Because you're not a criminal unless you're wearing a hoodie and sunglasses. And Neil Breen comes by and he's like, "Where is she? Where is Leah? Tell me, Leah, where is she?" Uh-huh. And the guy's like, "I don't even know who that is." 
And then he like, oh, that's right. He knocked him out. Yes. Okay. He hit him with a beer bottle. I forgot about that part. Because he was already ask, drunk for whatever reason. There's a lot of, a lot of, lot of drinking and drugs in this movie. And uh, so what? How, how does Neil Breen get to the his kidnapped new wife? So a f- few times in the movie prior to this, we see black, black pants and bla- uh, black shoes mm-hmm. um, approaching a door and then fading out. Yes. And then fading in on the other side. So it's like, wow, somebody in this movie can teleport. We don't know what they do after they teleport, right. but they can teleport. So then he teleports into the black camper. Neil Breen does. Correct. But he wasn't the guy they were showing before. I don't think so, right? No. So he, so just all of a sudden he can teleport? I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's never brought up again. I just kind of figured he was the other guy. Right? Like, you gotta be. I guess. They never show who it is. Right. But I, like... I just don't understand the point. So suddenly he can t- teleport. I'm sorry, I have the hiccups. Um, yeah. And no, doesn't come up again. That's it. Is that the only time he does it? I no. think so. Uh, on the way out. On the way out. Well, yes. The, the right. It's all only in this scene, though. They do it at the end? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know, man. And so. But he- you keep seeing, like, uh, you keep seeing these, like, black pants and shoes, yes. like, just walking down a carpeted hallway. Right. And they've yeah, never shown who it is or what. Or, yeah. It, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he has like this, goes on a day trip. He's like, I have to go out into the desert. Everything's okay, but I love you very much. He leaves a message on his own answering machine. And he goes into the desert and meets three hooded black figures. And that's about it. And, and like and something the with book the book. comes back. Yeah, the book comes back and then it fades out and disappears. Right? What did he say to them? I don't remember. It's something generic, but also said slowly and repeated a couple times. A couple times. <laughs> slowly. And then he comes back. No one... It's not explaining what he did or why he did it. Yeah. Yeah. This, I was gonna, just going to say, this is one of exactly one of those parts where it's like, if this makes no sense to you, it makes no sense to us. Right. Like it's just, this is what it is. And so then it cuts to the big ending scene of him who he had called a press conference. In front of, like, the Senate building? Like, <laughs> yeah. A, a green screen. Right. A clear, a very, very green screen. Yes. But he kept using, like, what looked like news footage of, like, cameras. Right. <laughs> like, lined up for a press conference. And then he gives a speech about all the corruption he found from hacking. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's this part, right? He ne- yes. Yeah. He never says anything specific. He's always just like, and I found the secrets, and I'll release them to you by yeah. hacking. And then there's six people watching this, despite the they show us, despite all the cheers that like arise through sound effects. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, let me see if I can do this. It's um, a senator, a congresswoman, uh-huh. president of a bank, uh-huh. CEO of a company, president of the bank, the bank, right? CEO of a company. Did I say insurance yet? No, there was an, an insurance a stock company, broker. A stock broker. That's six. Yes. And they all just slowly like they're like, oh, they all get a death scene. Yes, but they, they're, they're, how do they die? This this was so weird. Does somebody kill them? No, I said they kill themselves. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. I think I did. Well, maybe I didn't. They all die. They all kill themselves. <laughs> yes, some of them very publicly, and nobody reacts. Like <laughs> two Bud them, Dwyer. Two like, of them shoot each other to shoot themselves in the head. One of them hangs themselves. Right. But here's here's another like what's going on with time thing, right? Uh-huh. Because he's allegedly giving. This press conference in front of you know Congress. Yes, right? and then 
what, the first guy who's like, all my crimes are going to be found out. I can't get go to prison. And then he just slowly raises the very same gun from yeah. earlier. Uh, and then it just like, but in the context of the scene, he's right there. Right. But then there's other ones where he's like, I- I'm so embarrassed. And then they cut to they them like in a car. They resign publicly and then they kill themselves. They go and like cut to a car in a garage and they're inside it and they like suffocate themselves. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something you should never Google. What? Bud Dwyer. Uh, don't Google him. I do not Google that. Uh, his name sounds familiar. Uh, he was. Uh, oh yes, he killed himself on air on right? live TV. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Shot himself in the mouth. That's uh, yeah, that's I won't Google that. Yeah, uh, I have. Okay. I wouldn't. No, don't. Yeah. Well, don't. Yeah. So then, why do you even bring it up? Because that's what this felt like. It's yes, like it's just right. like a public <laughs> suicide of. Uh, I and other insurance companies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that was. Oh. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say this. Well, I did like the guy who was like, and this guy did shoot himself in the head. Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. is well, it's me, the president of the bank, <laughs> the bank, the bank, any bank, any bank. Um, and then there's like a sniper in the bushes. Randomly, I didn't get this part. No, like someone was like gonna take him out, right? And then you hear a gunshot, and then the sniper's been killed, but no, it doesn't show by who or yeah. why. And at this point, I'd say two, to, probably three people have died in public view, and nobody's doing anything. No, and then he just... and after the sniper gets shot, he uh, Neil Breen. I was some time he was out. Will Breen, Neil Breen, Jesus, <laughs> Will Breen. Oh my God, uh, Neil Breen. Like, after the sniper gets shot, he just kind of looks over. He's like, anyway, I'm a hacker. (laughs) Your secrets are going to get everybody free from oppression. And it it just kind of fizzles out. Like, it just ends. The the scene ends. He he did it, I guess. I guess. Then, um, and then they walk off into the sunset together. Yeah. Or, like, by the tree or whatever the fuck that is. Uh And uh, then the credits roll. Yeah. Uh, You want to talk about the credits? You were excited to. (laughs) It's. I mean, it's everything's Neil Breen, and then like it <laughs> starts to scroll through, weird. and it's like costumes designed by N and B Productions, you know, uh, catering by <laughs> Eats and Eats, and then at the end of the credits, it says uh, any company with the letter N or B in the title is a fictitious company. That means all the work was done by Neil Breen himself. Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> he did everything, including the catering. Yeah, and writing the jokes. He's a he's he's a real genius, as we said. Yeah. So what do you what do you um? Oh, wait, let me ask you this. I know that uh, there were some other like Neil Breen things you wanted me to see, but we wanted to wait till after the movie. Can you tell me what some of them? Oh, there's are? just it's just videos about him. Okay. It's it's just interesting. Um, but is do you know any like like dumb facts about this movie not like there's really. a billion of them about the room not yeah. really um I, I i think he's just a weird dude who wants to make these movies and he does and he's kind of like it, it unintentionally genius in a way I, I i say this a lot uh i think when we watch like <laughs> shitty movies sure. in that if you've made a movie you've made one more movie than i have right right exactly. so Good for you. Yeah. And that's what I was asking about the distribution. It's like, how the fuck did he sell this? Yeah. If he did at all. He just right? did it he himself, I think. Yeah, but so like, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Did sure. I enjoy the movie? Not really. <laughs> it was like, entertaining. It was like three different movies in one. 
Yes. Like it, like the first third, the second third, and the third third. It's very hard to... It's very obtuse. It's very hard to watch or understand what's going on, but it's very funny. Because there's a lot of unintentional... No, what it's about. No. No. Uh, I he don't... like symbolism. That's what I know. What? He likes symbolism. That's what I know. And feet. He does like feet. I noticed that. Real yeah. Qu- Quentin Tarantino thing going on here, huh? I mean, oh, hey, that's our second Quentin Tarantino of the day. Yes, it is. Quentarotino. Tarotino. Tarotino. Good. Steve Leishman original. Uh-huh. Um, Quentin Totino. I liked it. Uh-huh. But I definitely didn't like yes, it. Yes, right. This is... I'm glad I watched it with you. <laughs> Would never watch it again. Uh-huh. Because just because it was really long and pretty boring. Yes. I should say, this is one of those movies, like, if it's, like, a group watching, you yes. know, watch it with your friends. It'd Very be, Like, if a theater ever puts it on, like, go to it there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 52 okay. out of 100, Baby Brenius is 2. Yes. I, I, I love it. Um, I don't think it's the best worst. I think uh, I think Birdemic is a little more fun to watch than this. Oh yeah, but, it was a little faster paced. Yeah, and this one's just wild. It's there's just so much shit that doesn't make sense. And if if I wish that the slow cuts and movements were tightened up a little bit, and if they were, it would, this would be like amazing. Um, uh, 70, 70 out of a hundred. Baby Brenius is two. Cool. Very fun. Yeah, well, that's that's it. That's all we got, Steve. It was just that because it was a doozy. It I was think. a doozy. Uh, I think those Helens uh, were. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I got. That's fair um, enough. So I guess we got to send this baby up the tubes, shouldn't mm, we? Yeah, but whose fate is it to do so? <laughs> oh, let's do it together. Okay, it's been all a right. minute. Um, let's open the tandem tube, <laughs> and then both touch the thing and. Voop. That's cute. Oh, yeah, I should close it. Um, I still have glass in my arm. <laughs> if you have anything you want to send up our troops, find us on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at ReviewUniversePC. Email us at TheReviewUniversePodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at TheReviewUniversePodcast.com. Call us at our phone number, 805-REVIEW-POD, R-E-V-U-P-O-D. Rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, and our art was done by Sterling Martin. I'm going to get next week's assignment. Mm. It always comes in the form of a limerick, Steve. Did you know that? <laughs> um, I, I've, I've been paying attention. Okay. Uh, oh, this is it. What did you do over here today? Oh, me? I um, Remember how I asked you to save all the Christmas wrapping paper? Yeah. I finally put it there in crumbled balls. Oh, just to so kind of make a little mess. You're just putting trash on it. Yeah, I just want to make a little mess. Okay, cool. But well, it's a festive mestive. Um, that's fine, I guess. I'll clean it up. <laughs> um, I'll burn it, I guess, for fuel. You okay? So what people do with garbage. You okay, buddy? <laughs> uh, I'm having a rough day, Steve. Oh, what happened, man? Um, I ate too much pizza. Sounds like a great day. I know. No, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> anyways... I'm going to read next week's assignment. (laughs) Stop asking me if I'm okay. I didn't. I said, I said, okay. Oh, I thought you meant, are you okay? No. (laughs) Uh, All right. Next week's assignment. Here we go. Uh, Comes with the form of limerick. 99 episodes. Boy, that's a lot. You've done so much. You guys are so hot. (laughs) What's in store next? You won't be perplexed. It's going to be a normal episode. Not. What? What? The heck? The heck? It's our 99th episode next. That was a good, that was a good limerick. 
Thank you. I've been getting better, or they've been getting better at them. Yeah, I uh, I, I actually like that one. Uh, you said you said I've you the, the last off. few ones you said have been. Good. You've, uh, yeah, it's almost as if someone bought the Helens a, how to write a limerick book. Did did you? Yep. What? Uh, do, who wrote the book? I've never heard this before. Uh, a guy named um, Lim Rick. <laughs> his first name should be Rick, right? <laughs> what? Shouldn't his first name be Rick? I didn't name him. Ricky Limbs. What? Ricky Limbs. Oh, sorry. You know what? I was reading this last name first. <laughs> right. Because of comma. Right. They put the comma. Lim, comma, Rick. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so his name's Rick Lim. Come fly penis. W- what? What? You just yell penis? No. Steve. What? Why are you saying that? I, I didn't say that. I said penis. Ah! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You, you trapped me. I know. In a busted myself. Ew. That's what you did with your penis last night. B- busted myself. You busted on yourself. What? It, why? <laughs> why? You need paper towels. What? Why? Why? 